Welcome to part two of the Men's Physique Bodybuilding Competition, where I'm going to map out the actual day. If you listen to part one, I map out the entire six-month process. Uh, things I went through each month, hurdles, obstacles, mistakes I made, and some good stuff that happened. And, and I switched coaches and all sorts of different things that maybe I experienced uh, that most of the competitors probably different. I felt I felt like I was all over the place. Uh, so listen to part one to get that entire six month uh, process. Uh, but this one's going to be all about the day. I want you to be able to feel what I felt on the day and some some scary things that happened. Not that scary, but when you're going to take your shirt off and get judged by people and an audience of people looking at your body. You want things to go a certain way. And uh, I don't know, I think I might have screwed up or I was a little bit scared in the beginning. So I'm going to share that and everything about the day of the competition in this episode. Roll the intro. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. Okay, so welcome to the day of the competition, uh, which was May 6th. I wake up. And there's a list of things uh, that I had to go through. So they give you a list of instructions of what to be prepared for uh, on the day and where to meet backstage and stuff like that. And uh, I also looked up, what should I pack? And I also asked my coach, what should I bring and stuff like that. So I packed my bag. I packed a meal. I packed some rice cakes. I packed a towel because they spray you with tan and they spray you with oil. Like they call it a glaze, but it's probably oil. Uh, and so I brought a towel. I brought my trunks. So the trunks are like a special like men's physique, you know, like people that actually make men's physique trunks, not necessarily like a normal swim trunk. Uh, I mean, you could wear a normal swim trunk, but uh, I wouldn't recommend it. So I pack my trunks. I pack, um, you know, different things that I felt like I needed. I packed some salt because you, you don't want to take out your salt. I packed some water bottles. Um, I just packed a bunch of things that would help kind of prepare my body for the day. And I wanted to just have whatever I needed there ready. So I, I didn't feel like I was missing a very, any small details. I wanted all details I could possibly get. Okay. So I wake up, I pack my bag and, and then I have breakfast and I had my normal breakfast. Uh, I'm going to do an episode all about the nutrition. Uh, but on the day of, um, the nutrition was maybe a little bit different. So no like special ingredients. The only thing my coach allowed me to have was salt and pepper. Um, so I cut out cinnamon, onion powder, garlic powder. Not that these are bad, but you just don't want to have them on the day of. I cut out all sweeteners. Um, I cut out any zero calorie drinks, any, any carbonation. I cut out all that stuff. So I wake up and I have plain oatmeal. I even cut out strawberries because I like to put strawberries in my oatmeal and I cut those out. You don't want the fiber on the day of. You don't want to be bloated and digesting a big, huge meal. You know what I mean? And so I had plain oatmeal. I had uh, egg whites with two regular eggs as well. And, and that was uh, that was basically it. I, and, and then I was allowed some ketchup. So ketchup was something new, but I think I probably overdid the ketchup a little bit. And then I had black coffee. Now, here's the scary part. And it's, it's not really that scary, but it's scary if you're going to step on stage with your shirt off in front of a lot of people. And if you're competitive like me and you want to win, it's scary. So what happened was I probably overdid the ketchup and then I had a bunch of black coffee because I, I wanted the caffeine in the morning. 
And and so what happened was, I think it was the acidity of the ketchup and the black coffee kind of combined to bloat me like a balloon. So you want your stomach to be tight, lean, held in. You want to be able to flex it. And I was bloating up. I mean, I it, it was distended. You know what that means? It was sticking outward. Our, I was starting to look like a little bit pregnant, not like extreme, but like, I'm like, holy cow, no way this is happening today. Because I wasn't bloated for, at all for weeks on end. And so it was going to happen on the day of. And so I was pretty nervous about that. That was like stressing me out. Stressing me out that I was going to be the person that couldn't hold his stomach tight on stage and I was going to play slow because of it. And so I was kind of freaking out about that. I, I messaged my coach that it was going on. And he's like, well, we need to do some cardio. Let's do some light cardio. So I went and jogged on my treadmill. I made it kind of easy because I, I, don't, I didn't really want to sweat because I had my first layer of tan on too. Because you get tan the night before and then you get more tan the day of. And so I didn't want, you don't want to sweat your tan off and, and have it streaking all over the place. So I did light cardio to only help my digestion. And it did help a little bit, a little bit, but it was still bothering me. And I just wanted to feel good. You're a better competitor when you feel good. And so then I'm like, well, you know, in the past, if I blowed up because of acidity, uh, then I need to balance, um, my stomach acid. So what I did is I grabbed a bottle of water and I put lemon water. Now I know lemon, I put lemon in my water. Lemon sounds like it would make it more acidic, but it actually helps bring it down. So I squeezed lemon into a water bottle, about a third of a lemon, and then I put baking soda in there as well. I was super afraid to drink it though. I was like, man, I feel so bloated. Am I really just going to pound this water bottle now? Won't that make me feel more bloated? So I was a little nervous. So, but I continued to sip on that little mixture. And with each drink, I started to feel a little bit better. And with time too, I just needed time. So hour by hour, I started feeling better. And I was able to overcome that little scary moment of being the bloated guy on stage. And so that that went well. Okay, so I have my bag prepared. I had my breakfast. And now I show up uh, to the auditorium, or not the auditorium, yeah, the auditorium, and I, I go backstage and there's all the competitors, and so my nerves are kind of going up, and I'm worried about, uh, you know, when to schedule my urine test. It's an all-natural show, so I get in line, and, and I wait forever to do the, the urine test, and they're like, no, you do the urine test after, only if you place first or second. I'm like, crap, so I waited for nothing. And so then I go and I lay down, and I put my feet up, that was something my coach told me to do to help kind of rush some of the blood to my upper body. Because men's physique wear trunks, and so a lot of your leg is covered up. And so you want the blood in your upper body to, to fill up your upper body muscles and, and show the veins and stuff like that too. So I did that for probably a good 40 minutes. And then uh, I had my meal at noon, which a lot of the guys weren't eating. I had it maybe a little later than noon, but a lot of the guys weren't eating their meal. They weren't eating much, but I was told by my coach to definitely have a meal. Uh, a little bit smaller though, again, and I had chicken and I had white potatoes, but it was, it was, it was a lot smaller, but I still ate a meal. A lot of people think like, hey, you didn't eat anything that day. I'm like, no, that's not true. I had two meals before I stepped on stage. Well, you can't drink water because you got to lose all the water. No, I was drinking water like normal. I packed multiple water bottles and I think I drank them all that day. And I had my normal water and coffee in the morning. I was drinking normal and that's the way you should do it, right? You don't want to look depleted on stage. So you don't deplete yourself. You don't 
you don't deprive yourself, is what I mean, of water and food. You want to look full and muscular and fuel your muscles, fill up your muscles, okay? So that that's not true. And I had salt. I purposely packed salt. And my rice cakes that I packed that I talked about, they, they were the salty ones too. They weren't the plain ones. I purposely got the ones with salt. Okay, so then uh, I had my meal. So about one o'clock rolls around, maybe one fifteen. I I ate two rice cakes. Now, one thing I noticed from the other competitors, a lot of people were eating rice cakes beforehand, but they were having like all of them in one sitting, like three to six of them, uh, which is fine. That's what they wanted to do. But I had two at like a one fifteen, and then uh, I don't know if we took stage at one forty five or two o'clock, and then I was just eating them constant in between getting on and off stage because that's what I do in my workouts is I have a workout drink with me and I sip on that and it has carbs in it and stuff. So that's what I wanted to do. And I, and that might've helped me and my coach peaked my body pretty good. I was pretty vascular that day. I stay, uh, that means I stayed toned and, and I stayed veiny. Uh, so you do want veins to pop a little bit. And I stayed veiny. I thought, I thought I had that advantage over some other guys who, when we were working out backstage, because that's what you do to make your muscles more vascular and stuff and, and fill out, I thought that I was more vascular. Some people were getting vascular, but then it would fade away. Their veins would kind of fade away real quick, but I was able to keep it. And I think eating the rice cakes throughout the whole time might have helped. And I just kind of kept pumping up the whole time. Okay, so then you get on stage. <laughs> this is my first time ever. First time ever. And boy, I, I might have been flexing too hard. I might have been flexing too hard, but boy, was I tired. I get out and I was in one class and we flex and we turn and turn and turn. And and then I come back in and they're like, number 14, because I was 14. You got to get back out there. I'm like, oh my gosh. I grab a rice cake, kind of pound it, and I run back out there. And I got to go into another class. And then I waited a little bit and then I had to go out for a third class. And then you wait a little bit and I had to go out because you go out there as an individual. They announce you. They say a little bio about you. And then I had to go out there and flex by myself. That was a little bit nerve wracking, you know, stuff like that. And then they handed out awards. And uh, I think I said an episode one what I got I got second in two classes and first in uh the Iowa class so that was that was pretty fun to place pretty good um and then the judges I wanted to pull up their notes and talk about how they how they judged me because I thought hearing what they said would be uh pretty helpful uh so judge one superb display so they're just writing notes about me judge one superb display spread your shoulders so they wanted me to spread those out a little bit more judge two nice overall package pop those quads more uh this person liked me a lot they ranked me high um and so I agree. I ca- I did forget to like flex my calf and 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 flex my quads at times. Uh, but that person wanted me to win. They had me as the winner. Judge three, uh, great overall package. This person also liked me a lot. Uh, this person here, nice condition. That means they thought that I was lean and in good condition and probably filled out pretty good. They said, don't pinch your back. Work on the front quarter. So this guy or gal kind of didn't really like my posing as much. Um, and judge five side pose was a little closed in knee. I need some back width. I didn't agree with that, at least compared to the other competitors. There's probably, there's probably one guy with more width than me, but I had a better overall back than him. I thought I had the best back. 
but this person also said nice condition, which was good. Great conditioning, straining too hard. I do think I was flexing a little bit too hard at times. It's just it's just kind of the nerves take over, and you're, you're, you think you got to grit and grind harder, and that's not always necessarily true. Uh, and then Judge Seven um, said nice symmetry, and that's really all that person said. And then the head judge only had good things to say. They said nice conditioning. Uh, more overall size. Now, I think what they meant by that is possibly that I I had good size when compared to others. Um, and so, and so, three of the judges wanted me to win. Uh, and so that was that's a really good feeling. And then a couple of them, it looks like they they might have selected somebody else. And so uh, I, I really liked that. You know, I got some of those notes uh, on what they thought because now I know what to work on. And it looks like the biggest thing is some of my posing. Uh, I thought I, I thought it was very competitive. I, I thought I could have came close to winning the whole thing, and the, and whoever won the whole thing, uh, you know, he did great. Uh, he was a real nice guy too, and and he deserves he deserves the win. I think he deserves the win. Um, but I did have some some loved ones and some people that approached me that thought I should have won, and some people I didn't even know that thought I should have won. And I don't think I don't want that to. I don't want that to spread at all. You know, maybe I shouldn't have even said it on this episode, but it's just a part of the day. That's what happened in my day. Um, but uh, so the winner, I think, in my opinion, deserved it. And I think if if I look at how he beat me, he was a, l- a little leaner than me. I think our upper body probably kind of matched uh, as far as lean goes, but... Uh, his legs uh, kind of caught my eye, and I think uh, I think his legs were a little bit leaner than me. And then he also won the posing, the best poser in the men's physique uh, category, and I, I agreed with that. I think he had me on the posing. I was flexing too hard. I was making some of these little mistakes that he wasn't making with posing. He was a little more smooth and controlled and natural with his posing. And that's a part of the whole package. So your body's a part of the package. And so is the posing. You know, everything is a part of it. How does your tan look? Like they're looking at everything. But I only mentioned what other people said because it felt really good. It felt really good that people that are experienced in the field, like there were some old competitors that told me they they thought I should have won. That felt really good. I got some medals here. I got three medals. You know, I did place uh, first in the category and second in two others. And so I did have to do the urine test later on to make sure I'm natural. And I am. Uh, but I think I think another cool thing is, is the number of people that just liked the package I brought on stage. That, that felt pretty good. That felt good. So if it was any of you that are listening that sent me messages or caught me after the show and said some of those nice things, I really appreciate it. That was that was a part of the fun experience. And I said I would talk about, you know, what I thought of the day. I thought it was an incredible experience. I thought it was like nothing I've ever experienced ever before in my life. It's a very different sport. It's an incredible sport. It's a very difficult sport. 
And it's such a rewarding sport. I have so much more respect for it and people that do it because I think it's the hardest sport. I think it's harder than basketball, football, baseball, all these popular sports. You know, I think about, you know, if you go and you want to participate in basketball, you grab a basketball and you try to put the thing in the hole. And I know that like you should work really hard at that if that's your career and stuff and whatever, or if you want to do good in college basketball, high school ball, whatever. But bodybuilding is the only one that like is a 24-7 hour requirement. You should be sleeping, eating a certain a certain way, moving a certain amount, all these things. And I, I, I think that bodybuilding is not the most popular sport in the world or in the country because it is so hard. It's so hard that people can't really participate in it. Not as many people anyway. It was just, it was just incredible. It's hard to explain. It was like euphoric. You work so hard for so long on something and you get so detailed that when it comes to the day of and and you win a first place in any class or somebody says, wow, you looked great. You looked better than everyone. You have no idea how good that felt. And it's not that I'm vain and I want people to be like, hey, look at my awesome abs. It wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. It was kind of like shooting a three-pointer and making it and everybody saying, you're awesome and you're the best three-point shooter or something. That's what it felt like. It's such a detailed sport too. I mean, there's so many things that I look at when I made my entire journey, you know, multiple months ago. There's so many things that I now know. I learned more about nutrition. Isn't that crazy? I have my degree in certs in this field and I learned more about nutrition. Again, I continue to learn more. I learn about what my body responds to. It's an amazing sport. This sport awards the most detailed person. Genetics are involved. They are involved, definitely. But it, it, it usually awards the most detailed person who, and, and, and you know what? The people with coaches place the best. There was people, there was guys there that did not have a coach. They did it on their own. They didn't look as good. They did not place very high. And the guys that had coaches did. I had a posing coach. I paid for a couple of sessions and then he sent me some videos to practice and stuff like that. I had a posing coach. Uh, so I, I tried to be detailed on that, but I could have been more detailed. I had a nutrition coach and a workout coach, but I could have been more detailed. And and so whoever was the most detailed was probably going to place the highest. And that's what I love about it. That's what I love about it. And then, uh, you know, a- after the show, if I'm going to talk about the whole day, I should talk about after the show. It's a, you're, you're coming off of a high. It just, an experience like that, you're coming off of a high. You're just like, wow, I accomplished that. That was amazing. And, th- and that's the way it felt. Uh, also it's, it's kind of like, I never felt trapped in my nutrition or my workouts or anything like that. I'm very experienced, so I didn't feel trapped, but it, it's almost like a little bit of like, like freedom, like, wow, that that's like done. Uh, I could have a cupcake if I wanted now. Uh, I'm not going to go crazy <laughs> on cupcakes, but that's kind of the, the, uh, a feeling of freedom afterwards. And I don't mean in a negative way. I don't mean bodybuilding is like too strict. I don't mean that at all. It's just that's that's a part of the feeling. When when you get when you when your show is officially over, you have this nutritional freedom a little bit. Um and so that that first meal 
that you have. I did date night with the wife and it it was a little bit more special. And I think, I think meals like that should be more special. They're not special when you're eating them all the time, when you're having junk food all the time and you're, you're eating snacks all the time, or you're having restaurants every single weekend. It's not special anymore. It's just, you're kind of, you expect it. You expect those treats. You expect your favorite restaurants all the time. I wasn't doing those. And so when I went to a great barbecue place, I, I, I was much more appreciative of everything, of the meal, of the waiter, uh, of, I, I was grateful for somebody that, that made this meal for me and tasted so good. And, and it wasn't that I was obsessive over it. I don't want you to think about that at all because I haven't been obsessed with food since since the show. I was just more grateful. I think we should I think we should be like that with nutrition. I think we need to be I think we need to treat certain foods more like treats and not like regular staples in our diet. But, you know, uh, to, to finish off this episode, what did I eat? So we went to a local barbecue joint that we hadn't been to in a long time. And I keep, uh, I keep hearing about how good it is because I've been there once, but I think I just ordered the wrong thing and I, I thought it was only okay. But I went back, uh, for my meal after the show and it was delicious. I got, uh, barbecue pork ribs. I got, uh, barbecue pork and beans, I had a nice, healthy chunk of cornbread. And if you guys don't know me, I love cornbread. Oh, cornbread's one of the greatest things. And I put a bunch of butter on it. And then uh, I had two alcoholic drinks. Uh, One of them was a seltzer. One of them was a mixed drink. And then uh, later in the night, um, I went and picked up crumble cookie. The wife did not have any crumble cookie, but... I had some crumble cookie and that was okay. Those crumble cookies are like too much. <laughs> They're like way too powerful. Uh, I wish they lowered the sugar or something. I don't know. Now, some of them were great. Don't get me wrong. Some of, some of the cookies were good from crumble, but man, they make some powerful ones too. So that's, that's the entire day. Um, I hope you kind of feel what I felt because it was such an incredible experience. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.